Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Oh, hello everyone and good morning. Well, it's morning for me here I'm on a Monday. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I did. On Friday, my daughter graduated from Fresno State with a bachelor's degree in forensics. So I am very proud of her. She did very well. And I'm glad that there's someone else that went to college in my family. But let's get down to the subject today on this episode. This one has to do with rheumatoid arthritis. And it is six ways to see a rheumatoid arthritis flare. So living with rheumatoid arthritis often means balancing periods when symptoms are well controlled with periods of flares. When symptoms wrap up suddenly and severely, a flare can turn into your daily routine upside down, making small tasks, even getting out of bed, seem impossible. Though the length of severity of the flare can vary greatly from person to person, it typically involves joint pain, swelling, stiffness, along with overall fatigue. These symptoms can make activities of daily life quite difficult. Getting dressed, preparing food, doing chores around the house, using your hands to grasp objects, and shopping. Flares may be brought on by external factors such as stress, infection, or simply not getting enough sleep. It's also thought that there may be an internal cause, but the process by which it happens isn't well understood, he adds. RA symptoms tend to wax and wane, whatever that means. At times, the immune system becomes overactive, and that leads to increasing joint pain and swelling. The joints we use most frequently are typically the most affected during a flare. These include the joint in your hands and wrists, weight-bearing joints such as your knees, ankles, and feet, and those in around your neck. So here's some tips and steps you can take to soothe an RA flare. Number one, follow your treatment plan. Work with your rheumatoid doctor on an action plan that you can initiate in the event of a flare. More severe flares and a cortisone can Bring minor flares under control. More severe flares may call for a a suppressant drug, or if you're already on one, a change in that drug along with corticoid to help pain inflammations and other symptoms. Number two, try hot or cold packs. A heating pad or an ice pack can increase your pain threshold wherever you apply it, which helps decrease the sensation of pain, this one doctor says. Use cold therapy if joints are swollen, as heat can worsen swelling. Apply a cold pack 
like a bag of frozen vegetables, to swollen joints two to four times a day for 15 minutes each time. You see in the joints are painful but not swollen during your flare. Try applying a heat pad, warm compress, or heat pads to the affected joints two or three times a day for 15 minutes at a time or soak in a warm bath. Just make sure you don't overdo either hot or cold. Number three, soothe your body and mind. Give yourself some extra TLC to help your body recover from the flare. Practice re relaxation techniques to help control your mind and body and they'll calm down and recover. Engage in practices like deep breathing and meditation. Try a little pampering, soaking in a warm bath, listening to soothing music, enjoying quiet time, or sipping on a steaming mug of tea. Where possible, do your best to avoid physical or emotional stressful situations. So my friends, I'm sorry I'm bringing this to you on It's the only way that I can finish. I feel like I have COVID issues. Um, I had the body aches and the coughing. I've already taken one COVID test this morning and it says that I'm negative, but I'll take another one later. But I, I need to finish up this for you guys out there. Number four, call for backup. The world doesn't stop when your RA flares and neither do your responsibilities. When RA knocks you down, put a second action plan in place to address the essentials like work, family, and household chores. Designate responsibilities to each member of your household so that they know how and when to help you when you have flares, flare-ups. Delay or reschedule anything that's not that urgent. If you need additional resources, try reaching out to your place of worship or volunteer group in your neighborhood that can pitch in when you need help. Number five, balance rest with activity. Rest is important. However, sticking with your regular exercise program or a modified version of it may actually help you feel better. Try alternating rest with light activities, which could even be something as simple as slowly raising and lowering your legs while seated. I can't even do that. But don't overdo it. And if it hurts, stop. Talk to your doctor or physical therapist about the type of exercises that are easiest on your joints and whether practicing gentle stretching in the morning might help relieve some of the stiffness. And number six, it's important to take action against an RA flare, but there's no exact order in which you should take, tackle these steps. The doctors here at this Everyday Health, if possible say, try to do all of them together to bring symptoms under control quickly. Since it's an immune-related meditated attack, on the joints, particularly for severe flare. It isn't good for people to just wait it out with rest because the joints may get damaged. Work with the rheumatologist to manage flares appropriately and to get your RA under control. Don't just deal with your symptoms. It's very important to treat the disease itself and not just mark the pain with pain medications. It's crucial to tame your flare as quickly as possible the longer the flare goes on, the harder it may be to get in control of it. So there was a couple other things that they list here at the bottom of the page. Um, heating pads or ice packs, which I've already talked about. Alternate therapies like acupuncture or massage. Mind-body uh, mind techniques like deep breathing or tai chi and medication. I'll take whatever treatment helps.
So right now we only have about eight minutes into this episode. So what I wanted to do, which I should have done at the very beginning, was uh, giving you a description of what rheumatoid arthritis is. Now this is on WebMD. I, per, um, personally, I trust everything that they write down because it is from doctors. Rheumatoid arthritis is what doctors call an autoimmune immune condition. It starts with your immune system, which is supposed to protect you. It goes around and begins to attack your body's own tissues. This causes inflammation in the lining of your joints. As a result, your joints may get red, warm, swollen, and painful. RA affects joints on both sides of the body, such as both hands, both wrists, and both knees. This symmetry helps to set it apart from other types of arthritis. Over time, RA can affect other body parts and symptoms from your eyes to your heart, lungs, skin, blood vessels, and more. So here's some symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis. <clears throat> the warning signs of RA are joint pain and swelling, stiffness, especially in the morning or after you sit for a long time. Rheumatoid arthritis affects everyone differently. For some, joint systems happen gradually over several years. In others, it may come on quickly. Some people may have rheumatoid arthritis for a short time and then go into remission, which means they don't have symptoms. So who gets rheumatoid arthritis? Anyone can get RA. It affects about 1% of Americans. The disease is two to three times more common in women than in men, but men tend to have more severe symptoms. It usually starts in middle age, but young children and elderly also can get it. So here's some causes of rheumatoid arthritis. Doctors don't know the exact cause. Something seems to trigger the immune system to attack your joints and pain, and sometimes your organs. Some experts like a virus or bacteria may change your immune system, causing it to attack your joints. Other theories suggest that in some people, smoking may lead to rheumatoid arthritis. Certain genetic patterns may make some people more likely to get RA than others. All right, here we go with the, how does it affect your body? Immune system cells move from the blood into your joints and the tissue that lines them. This is called the synovium. Once the cells arrive, they create inflammation. These, this makes your joints swell as fluid builds up inside. Your joints become painful, swollen, and warm to the touch. Over time, the inflammation wears down the cartilage, a crushing layer of tissue that covers the ends of your bones. Are you, as you lose cartilage, the symptom between your bones and bones narrow. At times, it goes on they could rub against each other or move out of place. The cells that cause inflammation also make uh, substances that damage your bones. The inflammation in RA can spread from and, and affect organs and symptoms throughout your body, from your eyes to your heart, lungs, kidneys, blood vessels, and even your skin. So how do doctors diagnose rheumatoid arthritis? There is no single test that shows whether you have RA. Your doctor will give you a checkup, ask you about your symptoms, and possibly perform x-rays and blood tests. Rheumatoid arthritis is diagnosed from a combination of things, including the location and symmetry 
of painful joints, especially the hand joints, joint stiffness in the morning, bumps and nodules under the skin, and results of an x-ray and blood test will help. So, blood tests. In addition to checking for joint problems, your doctor will also do blood tests to diagnose RA. They will be looking for anemia. People with rheumatoid arthritis may have a low number of red blood cells. Um, C, reactive protein. High levels are also signs of inflammation. Some people with rheumatoid arthritis may also have a positive anti-nuclear antibody test, which indicates an autoimmune disease, but the test does not specify which autoimmune system or disease you have. There's also a CELIC antibody test. This more specific test checks for anti-CCPs antibodies, which suggests you might have a more aggressive form of rheumatoid arthritis. The other one is electrocyte rate. How fast your blood clumps up in the bottle of the test tube shows that there may be inflammation in your skin. And rheumatoid factor. Most, but not all, people with rheumatoid arthritis have this antibody in their blood, but it can show up in people who don't have RA. So here's some of the um, uh, medications that they can give you. Many rheumatoid arthritis medications can ease joint pain, swelling, and inflammation. Some of these drugs prevent or slow down the disease. Drugs that ease joint pain and stiffness include anti-inflammatory painkillers like aspirin, ibuprofen, or naproxen, pain relievers that you rub on your skin, corticosteroids like prednisone, pain relievers such as Tylenol. Your doctor will typically give you strong medications called disease-modifying drugs. They work by interfering with or suppressing your immune system's attacks on your joints. So I decided to skip over all the medications that the doctor can give you, which you can go and look on the Facebook page. I'm going to post it right here like I always do, the information I gather. But why are rest and exercise important for RA? You need to be active, but you also have to pace yourself. During flare-ups, when inflammation gets worse, It's best to rest your joints. Using a cane or joint splits can help. When the inflammation eases, it's a good idea to exercise. It will keep your joints flexible and strengthen the muscles that surround them. Low impact activities like brisk walkings or swimming and gentle stretching can help. You may want to work with a physical therapist at first. And finally, when is surgery needed? When joint pain and damage from rheumatoid arthritis has become severe. Surgery may help. So I want to leave you with one thing that's been happening a lot lately, and I know many of you have seen this, but are you getting those herbal treatments, cures from different people that keep posting them, and they come from Nigeria, this medication, which it is no, um, (laughs) it's like dirt water. I have pictures of it, but I just want to let you know from this point on, because every time I post my um, my episode to other uh, websites that I belong to, or I'm sorry, Facebook pages that I belong to, they always end up putting that right under my episode. So from this point on, instead of arguing with the people that are putting these ads in there, I'm just going to go ahead and block everybody so I don't have to hear it again. But like I said, there's like 10 to 20 people on Facebook that keeps posting these, you know, fake news. Um... But I just want to know you, let you know where I stood on the whole situation and how I'm going to go about doing it until Facebook notices what's going on. But hopefully 
I don't have no issues with COVID. I'm going to take another test later around 4 o'clock. I will let you know how it went. Um, my first one came up negative, so that's a good sign. So I want you all to have a great and safe week. Enjoy your time outdoors with your family. Read books outdoors. Just anything that you can do differently than what you have been doing to get yourself and your mind off the pain that you're dealing with. I'll talk to you next Monday. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.